Hi, welcome to the HTM 24-7 podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Stevens. For this episode, I'm joined by Noam Mosh, a vulnerability researcher at Clarity's Team 82. Noam, thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm super excited to be here today. Yeah, and I really just want to jump into this. So your team recently discovered multiple critical vulnerabilities in connected IOs, ER2000 edge routers, which serve as gateways for Internet of Things or IoT devices. So can we can you talk about this in the context specifically of medical devices and why this area was chosen for your research? Yeah, for sure. So basically us in Team 82, we want to look at some kind of critical devices and interesting devices that could be somehow uh, very big and, and uh, allow big exposure in the industry. And that's why we chose looking at 3 and 4G routers, which basically act as a gateway, meaning you need to connect some kind of site to the internet and you might not have a physical cable or physical internet connection. Well, in those cases, you might want to implement and use a 3 or 4G router that acts as an internet gateway, connecting your sites to the internet. Now, this is actually pretty cool because when we're talking about these sites that are used in IoT, basically IoT, connecting IoT devices, be it manufacturing, remote site connectivity, medical, you name it. These sites are remote, are somewhere out there, and sometimes there's not there's not a way for attackers to go into these sites and leverage their way into these sites. Uh, however, some critical infrastructure is kept on these sites. So we thought to ourselves, how can we devise a new exploitation technique or basically attack vector that could affect these sites and allow attackers, malicious attackers, to leverage their way into the internal networks of basically any, any kind of organization, be it medical, be it in the realm of manufacturing, you name it. And that way we could see how attackers could basically infiltrate an internal network, an internal device network of such organizations. Well, you know, our brand is obviously for medical devices. So let's get into the critical nature of medical devices and patient safety concerns. So what are some of the risks associated with the vulnerabilities you discovered? So basically, they could allow attackers to gain access to the actual physical devices. For example, a medical device that sits somewhere and might not be connected to the regular network. And that way, it could allow attackers to access and leverage the way and basically get network access to these devices. Now, a lot of the times, especially in the medical realms, we see a kind of a realization that the devices are not secured by nature, not inherently secure, because it might be the protocol is not secure. For example, if we're talking about DICOM, for example, which is the protocol for medical imaging and modality test, it might not be the most secure protocol inherently. And in order to secure it, a lot of medical organizations choose to implement a very strict network rules, basically denying any kind of attacker into accessing their devices. Now, because we exploit the actual router that might actually block and drop the packets from the internet, the exposed internet, we are now able to access the internal network that is like very internal and only contains devices. And that way we can interact with networks and devices we are not supposed to. And that puts a lot of organizations at risk because these networks are not protected, sometimes not even monitored. They are sitting somewhere basically 
not exposed. However, by abusing the vulnerabilities, we are able to expose them and attack them through the internet without requiring direct access, which is pretty cool. No, very cool. Yeah. So how did your research findings not only impact the routers, but also the cloud-based device management platform used in healthcare settings? So we identified some actually architecture flaws, meaning we not only found some vulnerabilities in a specific device or in the cloud platforms, although we did find some of these, we also find flaws within the architecture itself, meaning how devices connect, authenticate, and basically exchange messages with the cloud. And because we identified uh, this architecture flaw, uh, it means that basically we found flaws in the architecture and the infrastructure of connected IOs cloud. Along with that, we managed to basically gain access to actual uh, patient, not, not patient, but customer information, meaning all of the information that the devices are sending to the cloud, we were able to see them, meaning we are able to use uh, and see the customer information of the connected devices. As well as actually, we managed to identify some vulnerabilities that allow us to fully take over connected as IO cloud, meaning we're able to execute code on their cloud servers. Okay, so with connected IO providing firmware updates to address these vulnerabilities, what steps can healthcare organizations take to, you know, make sure their connected devices are secure post update? Yep. So, like you've said, connected IO have done something pretty amazing. Uh, and that shows their care for the customers because they actually worked with us uh, and fully fixed all of the vulnerabilities we identified. And because of that, they made sure that all of their customers are safe and are no longer vulnerable. In regards to how can you protect yourselves in front of this kind of attacks, I believe most important thing is knowing what kind of devices you have. If we're talking about a medical network, a lot of the times the network admins are not even aware of all the different kinds of the IoT devices that are connected to their network and might introduce basically exposure and risk. So that's the most critical stuff. Identifying and understanding what devices are at your network and how can you protect against those rogue devices that might be compromised uh, by attackers? I mean, it seems to me that all of this kind of starts, you know, from the beginning with the medical device manufacturers. So how do you want to address medical device manufacturers to making sure that their devices are secure before they put them out there? So I, I see a very increase in the industry uh, of security. I mean, companies, especially medical companies, understand the inherent risk of vulnerabilities in their products. And they put more and more effort and put the products into more tests and more quality assurance and vulnerability researchers, etc., to make sure that the customers itself, which might involve actually real life patients and might have like physical damages, uh, they want to ensure they are safe. And we are seeing an increase in the world of medical uh, medical devices in regards to security concerns. However, I believe the most important stuff is 
more it's being more transparent and working with the industry and allowing people to test their devices and we are seeing an increase of medical companies allowing us and other companies to work with them and basically present them vulnerabilities we find and i believe this is a critical step into making sure that the entire industry is safer I know um, we do a salary survey every year and it's a, it kind of just looks at the whole industry and the people tell us the thing they're most concerned with other than the aging out of the biomed field is cybersecurity. I mean, that is always what these HTM professionals are telling us. And, but I always don't think that the general public knows how insecure some of their medical devices are. So can you just talk about that? Like, should people be as concerned as a lot of the HTM professionals are about this? I mean, is it really that big of a deal? Well, I think we are seeing a more uh, focus on cyber medical attacks. Uh, because when we're talking about cyber medical attacks, we're talking about physical damages, physical actual damages that could involve actually human lives. Or even when we're talking about data leakage, is a very, very sensitive data that should never be exposed. Uh, and we are seeing an increase in attacking groups and different kind of hackers or ransomware gangs that are targeting the medical field. In the past, I believe that this field was less focused on, uh, which actually allowed it to be less secure. And we are seeing a lot of less secure, less encrypted, less security focused devices and protocols in the medical industry. Uh, and it is very concerning. However, I think the, the field is moving in the right direction. However, not fast enough. And, uh, and it needs to move faster to make sure that no actual damages actually could occur. Is there anything we didn't cover that you want to tell our audience? who are members of the HTM field? I believe the most hard part is understanding the risk because you are never aware what is running at your network and what is running under the hood. I mean, I'm buying a router, for example. I am not sure what's actually running there behind, behind the plastics. And that is a very sec major security concern because it might be compromised and I'll never know it. In order to remedi remediate this risk, we must basically expand our security uh, posture and build the security by layers, meaning we must do proper network hygiene and say that if this kind of device or this edge router might be compromised, how am I protecting my network and making sure that all of my patients and my customers are safe? And I believe it needs to be built in layers, meaning let's say this thing is compromised. How am I basically uh, covering it in another field? And that's the only way, making sure your security posture itself is very robust and protected against all of these kinds of attacks. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Noam. And to our listeners, be sure to check out 247xmag.com for more information. Thank you. Take care.